Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gabby and Katie Off Panel, your favorite comic book podcast. So this is our first episode, and we're going to start by doing something we like to call Pull List, where we each talk about all of the comic books that we have read in the month of, well, in whatever month the episode is coming out. And so these are going to be for May 2023. So Katie, why don't you get us started? What is one of the comics you've read this month? something that I mean I made it my entire personality before but the current Batman run iconic literally um I feel like Zdarsky and everyone really actually understands Bruce's character and we're not just getting like an abusive a-hole of a dad we're getting someone who genuinely does care about his kids as he should and so I have I'm a variant girl, so I have um, a punchline variant, and then I have, for, for Batman, 135, four, and then for 135, I have the variant with all the Robins, and I highly recommend everybody read the current Batman run, because it is, ever like, since Failsafe, even, read Failsafe, and then read the current arc, and it is chef's kiss. I stopped reading after Failsafe, because and the aftermath of failsafe, spoiler alert, there was like the whole Bruce is in an alternate universe again. And so like, is that part over? No, we're still in it right now. Um, but um, a little, just a little spoiler alert. There is a very gorgeous written line that Bruce Wayne says about that universe's Selena Kyle. <gasps> I've that seen is, that one. I love her in every universe. And I just think, even if you're not a Batcat shipper, that is just such a beautiful line. To really apply to any, any ship. No, literally, Bad Cat proves their supremacy in, like, almost every book they're in. Like, the only person who is stopping us from Bad Cat and who seems to be, like, their biggest hater is Tom King. Yes, and yet he's the one who's in charge of all of the Bad Cat stuff. And I don't understand why DC has let him do that. You know, after the current Batman series finishes their arc, that arc like the alternate universe arc they're doing a crossover with selena's solo yes it's um batman versus catwoman the god yes and i'm like nobody asked for this don't know how to feel about it if i'm being completely honest i'm a bit i'm a bit skeptical but uh, again i'm skeptical skeptical of anything that dc is putting out (laughs) these days yeah it's so my hopes up Oh, Gabby, okay. do you have, do you have a, a yes. you want to start us off with that you've been reading? I'm going to start off with um, Power Girl Special. Um, she was very good. I would just like to give a call out to this singular line that says, like, I was once loved so much that my life was prioritized above everything else. I will never feel worthy of that love or sacrifice ever. Like, just gut-wrenching, punch you in the face. It was beautiful. And I know a lot of people were, like, worried about where the um, writer was going to go with the character. But maybe I'm biased because I, like, wasn't a huge Power Girl fan. But, like, this 
book was so good. It's making me so excited for her solo that's coming out this fall. So would definitely recommend the Power Girl special because the backup story about fire and ice is also amazing. And the art style on that one is really good. So if you want to read the Power Girl special, you have to start with Action Comics 1051. We'll get into my Action Comics stand behavior later. But like you have to read the backup, the Power Girl backup in Action Comics 151, 152, and 153 to understand the context for the Power Girl special. But like it's totally worth it. The writing is amazing. The art is amazing. And she interacts with like basically everybody in the super fam. And spoiler alert at the end of this comic like she saves everybody and Kara hugs her and is like and she, she's like I don't really want to hug you and Kara's like just accept that you are loved and I was like oh. stop it it's so good it's so good so power girl special go go get it right now go oh I love that I need I need to get on I've been on a, my own little superman thanks to me right thanks now. to me thanks to Gabby so I will convert I'll add it anyone. To, my to read list. Oh. Okay, what's your next one? Okay, again, I sticking very much on brand for me. I have to talk about Batgirls because I'm going to be sobbing next month when we do this because it's ending next month. Um, but I have Batgirls I had number 17 and 18, both variants, one of Stephanie and one of Barbara. My one critique even though I love them. I love this artist. They're by the same artist. Um, Wait, are those the Dan Mora or? No, it's not Dan Mora. I don't know who this is. Okay. If I'm being completely honest. That is a very embarrassing for me. Fake fan. Mark Kamos? I don't know. Oh. I can't read his signature, but I like him because he actually draws women nice. Yeah. Win for yes. women. <laughs> Woo. Um, but my one critique is that I don't like, I don't like purple lipstick barb. I don't like Purple it. lipstick barb and black lipstick barb are my absolute yes. number one enemies. Like if oh, I. Okay. The black lipstick isn't no, terrible. It's, it's the bad. purple that throws me off. Tom Taylor, I know you started that and I'm beefing with you. So I'm in your walls, man, because that I is don't so understand. Bad. It's It's one of the things I also have against like purple bat suit bath. Like, it's no. Steph's color. Be for it's real. It's Steph's color. She was. She even had the purple Batgirl suit before Barbara had the purple Batgirl suit. So why why are we letting Barbara use Stephanie's Batgirl suit? No. Exactly. And another unpopular opinion: the yellow boots. They need to go. <gasps> no, they I need like to go. No, okay, I like the it's yellow, the yellow boots. boots with the black suit. That's yes. fine. It's the yellow That's boots with the purple suit. The yellow boots with the purple like, suit should be abolished. Because, okay, I like the yellow boots because I was a huge fan of, I'm going to get hate for this, but I was a huge fan of New 52 Batgirl of Burnside with Babs, where they basically, like, aged her down by a good amount of time and put her with Luke Fox. But that was good stuff. That was good for me. And, like, that had yellow boots. And so I was the yellow boots are good with the certain costume. The I will say this. And I'm not biased. The only good Batgirl purple suit was the canceled live action Batgirl suit. That's true. Justice for canceled Batgirl. Was it was it purple? Yes. Was it comic accurate though? Yep. 110%. And I was willing to put aside my hatred of the purple Batgirl suit. And and she didn't wear the lipstick. That's another positive. Don't put her in the lipstick. It makes the purple suit 
Ten times worse. We deserve to see that movie. Warner Brothers, I'm in your walls. We do. We do. I promise I won't share it with anybody. I promise. I know. If you just give it to us, just come on and do an exclusive. We can be trusted. We can. We can. We can. Okay. Um, Your turn. Your turn. What do you pull up? Action Comics 1055. And this is the AAPI Heritage Month variant. We're not going to talk about Ugly John. Uh, If you're listening to this, just don't look it up. Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to see Ugly John. Ugly John is right. I thought that was Connor, but it's not. It's John. They massacred my boy. And this was pre-Pride Month, so I consider this a pre-hate crime. But anyways, read Action Comics. Starting at 10.50, you will not regret it. Katie, I see you were holding up some Action Comics issues. I was. I I dropped one of them, but I had 10.50 for... Oh, wait, I got to show it because it's Clark flexing his muscles. Oh, yeah. The workout variant covers? Outstanding. Moment while Katie finds hers. But Action Comics, Action Comics since um, issue 1050 has turned into an anthology series. And it is beautiful because every every member of the super fam gets their time to shine in this comic. And it's beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Oh, you know which one I have? I have Action Comics 1056 on order with a swimsuit variant cover. Which one? Which one did you get? Which one? There's two. There's two of the swimsuit. The one where, like, cars, like, blowing at... I think I got that one, too. I think I got that one, too. Great minds think alike. I have to have it. I was like, I have to have this. Dude, I I love the swimsuit variants. I know I'm, like... I'm always, like, women should not be sexualized on comic book covers, but the swimsuit variants, I make a special exception for. for It is for fun. I got the swimsuit. And they're pretty. I'm sorry. They're pretty. I'm looking respectfully. They're just pretty. I'm Sue looking me. disrespectfully. <laughs> Two sides um, of the same coin. <laughs> yeah. Every 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 duo has two thoughts: disrespectfully and respectfully. I ordered the um, Batman Superman's World's Finest um, swimsuit variant as well, so I'm excited for that one because you know what? I need to it's time it we sexualize some men for a change. Feminism. Next comic, go. Um, I'll. I was going to be mean and pull up the John comics I have, John Kent comics, but I'm not going to do that because I'm going to let Gabby have her time to shine about John and I'll talk about Connor. Okay. I yes, you talk about boy, Connor. The Man of Tomorrow. Both actually variants. actually my John. I have, um, they're just, I, I, we've waited for it for so long. And I'm very excited we finally got justice for this series that absolutely won the round robin like competition and they were just not gonna release it. And so I'm glad I'm glad these writers and this artist finally got um finally got justice that they, they deserve. And I find it interesting that this is written and drawn by just two people. Two goats. Two goats, honestly. Connor's pretty, man. And this is like I'm very happy that they put him because don't get me wrong, I love I love the new action comics like suits that they mm-hmm. gave everybody with the jackets. Like I the love jackets that. eat the every jackets time are great. And I want to cosplay Kara in her jacket <gasps> because I love it so much. But 
I am a sucker for classic Connor Kent and his little leather jacket. And I like that they put him in the leather jacket. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm literally like trying to go through my comic box down here because I'm looking for Adventures of Superman John Kent number three and I cannot find it. You didn't make your whole giant stack before the call but guys you should have seen the stack that i had it was embarrassing it was outstanding okay so so much money this is a podcast so it actually doesn't matter if i have it in my hands or not next we're going to talk about adventures of superman john kent number three um i love john kent so much i literally am his biggest fan but this series is so slow like literally the only redeeming thing about this series is um is the art style clayton henry if you're listening you're definitely not but i'm obsessed with your art style you're literally the only artist that i trust to draw john ever because everybody else does it horribly i mean ugly we saw ugly john a couple minutes ago um so like literally his art is the only thing that is saving this series because it is so slow and it's so uninteresting to me. Like, as someone who has never read Injustice, I'm like, I don't care. And as someone who, like, I hate the concept of evil Superman, because I'm like, if you want to see evil Superman, just go watch The Boys and, like, look at Homelander. So, like, it's so boring to me. So, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm watching for you, John. And also Injustice Damien, because he's hot. But, like, the rest of it is not doing it for me. Thoughts, Katie? Valid for that, that, that The Boys take. Um... I have three of them. Oh, honestly, share. controversial opinion. I was not probably going to pick up any more after this because, again, it is very incredibly slow. It's so slow. I do have to I show just, off my variant I'm... for John Kent number two, though, because I really <gasps> just love it. Do you have a variant for number one? Because let me look down here because mm-hmm. my. I, I have a va- I, I only buy variants. Use my variant for number three. It's kind of ugly looking. I don't have the... Oh, my God, yeah. Sometimes the variant for John Kent's are so bad. But it was better than, like, the actual cover. Oh, well, don't say like, that. I don't want to love... hear... I don't want Adventures of Superman, John Kent, to be scrawled across the top. This is the first one. I do really like it. It's very pretty. See, I don't like his eyes, though. His for, eyes are the only thing that they messed up. For every... I think the variant covers for this entire series have been hideous. So I have the first one in a variant cover because they only released one that had John and Jay on it. And Jay literally only appeared in like two issues of the series, which I'm peeved about. So like the other th- the other two that I have and the one that I have ordered for next month, those are coming with just the regular covers. Because again, I love Clayton Henry art. And I kind of want like some covers with like Dawn of DC on them because I feel like later on those are going to be collectibles. So, But yeah, I think. Are you done with this series, Katie? You done with it? Yeah, I'm so upset about it, too, because I was so excited to pick up um, because, again, I'm I'm going through my Superman Mm -hmm. series, like trying to fall in love with Superman. So I've been like reading like all of this stuff and like Dawn of DC was like the perfect opportunity for me to start reading Superman stuff, because basically the entire Superfam was all getting their own solo stories. And the idea that John Kent is the one that's. It's flopping. I was like, out of all of them, out of all of the ones that are going to flop, it's going to be John Kent's. 
And you know what the worst part is? So next month, DC has Night Terrors coming out. So like all of the ongoing series are taking a break and doing Night Terrors specific issues, except for Adventures of Superman John Kent. And I saw people on Twitter going like, oh, they want to try and bump up Adventures of Superman John Kent sales. But I don't even think stopping every other ongoing is going to be able to do that. Like I'm going to be buying because he's my favorite character and I don't care if the work is bad. I want it because there's just so little like, john kent stuff out there and i'm not gonna lie like i like older john kent more than the baby so don't hate me don't hate me but like so yeah i'm gonna finish buying them but that's because i'm not a quitter but i support anyone who does quit because this is like painful and they're trying to get us to like keep reading with like oh the super sons are back and i'm like this is doing nothing for me it's so like cliche and boring i'm like ugh Honestly, kind of controversial opinion. You kind of wrecked the Super Sons when you aged up John. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because then he started hanging with Nightwing, and Damien was just kind of left doing his own thing. And, like, there's no point in season, like, oh, they're they're back. They're hanging out again when, like, John's, like, years older than Damien now. And it's like... yeah. What are they no. going to connect on? It's like, hey, Damien, hang out with your brother this weekend. Like, It's like Bendis aged up John Kent, and then suddenly DC Editorial realized how much everybody loved the Super Sons, but they realized they had, like, already screwed up. And, mm-hmm. like, because even, like, um, Jorge Jimenez, who did the art for most of the Super Sons series, like, he just announced mm-hmm. they're doing a huge Super Sons omnibus, and I'm like... Y'all, too little too late knew, guys like knew, we're done they messed up they knew they messed like, up we're done here like if you wanted super sons back that bad just like do i mean everybody on twitter keeps thinking that like older john is not the real john and that ultraman is keeping the old like, regular you john hostage that would be so funny if they wanted to if they wanted to fix but they it. missed their chance because now Ultra. Yeah. spoiler alert because now ultraman is dead so it's like Tom Taylor just ruined everybody's chances of getting more Super Sons. It's always them. It's always the Toms. It always is them. I mean, but again, I appreciate older John because I appreciate the representation. I'm here for bisexual Superman. Him and Jay are cute. And, like, DC has this problem where they keep, like, nowadays, keep making couples where, like, one, where, like, at current canon, one person is, like, nine and the other one's like 23 and like their relationship only takes place in the future and I'm like we can't do this anymore so stop the madness yeah Mm-mm-mm-mm. okay did you just go or did I just go who goes next you just went okay go because we were talking about John Kent mm-hmm. um love John I'm Kent I'm gonna do this one I'm gonna do this one next um let's talk about Titans speaking of, oh, Tom, Taylor. <laughs> speaking of Tom um, Taylor Speaking of Tom Taylor, because we would love um, to DC... have a guest on the show, Tom, if you're listening, let's let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk. Have me blocked on Twitter, but I'd love to talk face to face. And then, um, and then you can just send us send us um Tom King's little contact information because yeah. I'd and love we'll to have a, uh, just a little chat with him too. Okay? Katie has some things to say. I just we have each... some, it's just a little talk. That's all. Ten minutes of your time. Ten minutes of your time. That's it. We're each um, beefing with a Tom, so. Yeah, we are each beefing with Tom. I don't, Tom King hasn't blocked me on Twitter, though, but I don't have Twitter. So, unless he gets a TikTok, um, I'm safe, and I can slander his name and make make TikTok comic boys sob, 
over yes. my trash takes that um, Tom Ta- uh, Tom King can't write well at all. He Tom only, Taylor, the if only you're book. Listening. Sorry, I'm going on a rant now. I have to pull it up because it, it was something I bought. Oh in no, May. we've we've opened a can of worms. The only good book that <gasps> yes. Tom King has Super ever Girl written is Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Hot take. Man no. cannot write the Riddler right. to save his life, or he can't write r- women at all. Also, Batman issue number 31, Double Date. That was excellent. Oh, I've not read it. It's excellent. Tom Taylor, if you're listening, I'm sorry I called you unfunny, but sometimes your writing is downright cringe. But you're not the only one. Like, at Philip Johnson, and we'll talk about this. Oh, I didn't, I meant to talk about this when I got to Action Comics. So let's go back to Action Comics for a brief second. So Action Comics 1055, the, um, one of the backup stories that revolves around, um, John Henry Irons, aka Steel, and then has a little side with Natasha Irons and Connor Kent, has some of the cringiest dialogue I've ever read in a comic. Just like to read some for you guys. Um, hold on. Okay, one of the only good use of slang in this comic is when she says, new jacket, question mark? It's kind of mid. <laughs> that was funny. But then later on, she goes like, you know the vibes. Time to break this shield's mood. What's wrong with my shoe game? Nah, this ain't it shit. This this ain't it, sis. Boy, bye. I got work to do. And then at the end, Mr. Terrific shows up and he says something like, Nacho niece, brother. And written by a white person, I just find that to be severely offensive. I'm kind of offended. So, like, Tom Taylor, you're not the only one. Philip K. Johnson, I love your work. I really do. But uh, next time you want to try incorporating slang into your work, call me up. Call up an intern, ask a black person. It may not be what you want to hear, but it's what you need to hear. So carry on, so carry on. No, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, Titans. So we're getting a new Teen Titans series, even though they're not teenagers, they're just the Titans now, which I don't hate really because them like growing up makes sense to the story um but some of them are more grown up than others like i think they mentioned in that comic i saw one online where it was like wally's not living at titan's tower with us he has a wife and two kids like the fact that wally has a wife and two kids and is like on baby number three and everybody else like doesn't even have a boyfriend (laughs) there's there's some questionable choices um but so far okay I, again, Tom Taylor's writing is hit or miss. I thought his Nightwing series was, eh, the art really saved it. I, I stopped reading after Nightwing, like, number 96 or something. I stopped um, reading after 100, so. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I have high hopes for this because um, it's a team thing. It's not just a, mm-hmm. we gotta talk just about one character. And Tom Taylor tends to write, like, bigger group stories mm-hmm. like this a little bit better than his solo runs because there's more to work with mm-hmm. so i don't know okay i could be eating my i could be eating my own words in a few months when we have more <laughs> of them and it's like it sucks but as of right now titans is decently good 
I am skeptical of the future because he's talked about um, how basically Titans in Dawn of DC is going to take like the role of the Justice League. Yeah. So a bunch of like major events for the the arc will happen in Titans. And I don't know if it's going to be like it sucks after this like climactic big event or it stays consistent throughout the entire arc. But yeah, that's my that's my opinion on Titans number one as of right now without giving any spoilers because I don't want to aid in any of the leaks or and, ruin it for anybody. And I'm just going to let Katie take that one because I will not be reading Titans. If something extremely interesting happens, I will put in, but I'm just going to let her have that one. Like, that's all you, babe. Love you. I'll update y'all on the roller coaster that this book will probably be. Okay, so now it's time to talk about The Flash. And we, boy, I read, like, even more issues. I'm holding, like, seven or eight issues in my hands right now. I read more issues than that. Um, So in my last, like, spring, in my spring semester of school, um, of my freshman year of college, so not my last semester, but I have been catching up on all of Jeremy Adams's run on The Flash, and this has been a Wally West focused version. So that's from 767 of Flash Rebirth on, and we're about at like issue number 800 now. So I have absolutely loved this series. It's amazing. Would 10 out of 10 recommend if you like The Flash, if you like Wally West, if you think you like Wally West, like if you watch Young Justice and you're like, I love Wally, you don't know him like I know him. But if you read Jeremy Adams's Flash, you will know him like I know him. Now, you can't have him because that's my man but that's okay so i just got an order in that was these are all back issues but we're going to talk about them anyway because i read them this month so i got back issues for 776 787 774 771 and then the 2021 annual and the 2022 annual and what's important about the 2021 annual is like it retcons heroes in crisis. So part a big part of Jeremy Adams's run is that we're taking away the responsibility from Wally for heroes in crisis. It was actually like spoiler alert, a speed force surge, and it wasn't him that like killed everybody in that issue. And eventually we'll do an episode talking about heroes in crisis. But Jeremy Adams's flash has been really good. And the issue that came out in May is issue number seven ninety nine, and this is part of a two part where like. Wally has to go save his son, Wade, his new son, Wade, named after comic writer Mark Wade, um, from Granny Goodness and being, like, kidnapped. And so then when he comes back at the end of the issue, he's got his rebirth suit on, and he's got this huge mustache. And his wife is like, where have you been? And he's like, look, honey, it's a long story. So something is about to get shaken up in Flash Comics, and I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. After converting Katie to being a Superman stan, my next goal is to convert her to being a Wally West stan. And so she'll probably be talking about anything can happen. And I'm totally down, especially since Batman comics are drying out. right now. They're so bad right now. Superman comics is where it's at right now. Like the super fam has the best ongoings in DC. Except John. Except Um, John. And he deserves better. hmm, Let's see. What you got next for us? I'm trying to think. Um, I haven't. Okay. I have a bad habit. I'll show it. Um, but I haven't read it yet. Okay. Um, but I That's also am um 
on my little green arrow arc because I had a bunch of friends that were like, you should read Green Arrow. You should read Green Arrow. And also I get convinced on pretty variants. And so when I pulled up to the comic book shop and there was this gorgeous variant of uh, Black Canary, I knew I have to give it a shot. So I have a variant for Green Arrow number one. And then I have Green Arrow number two, the um, Asian American Pacific heritage. Oh, yes. Those always slap. They really do. They really do always slap. And, um, I, so far, I skimmed through Green Arrow number one, and I like it. Apparently, from what my friends say, Green Arrow number two kind of explains mm-hmm. what they're really all talking about in Green Arrow number one, um, but I can, I'll update, when again, when we have more comic books, I'll be able to be like, now this is story is really kicking off, because usually the first few issues of any run start slow. Slow. Um, Except for the new Superman run, which I'll talk about in a minute. Oh, yeah, and I have also Superman number one to show, because I have a variant, and... Yeah. Ooh, I have a variant. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I have... And, um, fun fact, um, the Green Arrow current run is also being written by the same one who is doing the Superman current run. Joshua Williamson, he's also doing the new Batman and Robin series dropping in September. And he wrote Damien's Robin solo back in 2021. He is amazing. That makes sense of why I like yeah. I like the Superman one so much. Um, I yeah. have both of those. And I do have to say that they're pretty good. As someone who understands, like, no Green Arrow lore at all. And, like, didn't even understand the context for that series going in, like... I basically just read it because I saw something about it on Twitter and I, it's it's good. Like it had me. Like I really don't know the lore. I like severely, severely don't know the lore, but it's still pretty good. Black Canary is just also gorgeous. Black Canary um, just like eats every single time. She really does. I'm normal. Be normal. Okay, Katie, you're gonna have to do another one because now I'm looking for my Superman variants. So. Okay. Um, I'll, Ooh, I'll I just go through a little controversial opinion of mine really quick. Um, let me pull up my Timothy Drake Robin stuff. <gasps> but not Tim Drake, his OG Robin run. Not the oh, current one, because I n- that art style, that ar- DC. DC, oh. let's just talk about that art style. Um no, you know what makes me God. the most mad? So that art style, they like, so obviously they canceled the series. Series is ending, I think, in the next couple of months. But in the past, like, three or four issues, they changed the art style to one that's so much better. And now it's, like, they actually readable. This. And I'm like, guys, come on. Like, I would have been buying it had you made it not ugly. Yeah, but I heard it's also mid. Like it's, but also Tim is mid, so he deserved a mid series. It's mid, but it's gay, so people would have picked it up. Yeah. Um, but <gasps> oh, I found it. Here is um. There's my uh, John Adventures of John Kent number one with John and not with John and then Jay in his gossamer suit and his superhero. So I this was a good that. variant. It, issue one started out so promising. It was so good, but then it just went down. Issue number one was really good. I will say that. That's why I picked up the other two. Um, I have Robin 99, 104, 109, and 112, which meant I saw Stephanie Brown on the cover. I picked it up. 
and I'm collecting. The only reason I'm buying Tim's original Robin run is because Stephanie Brown is in it. And I hope everybody knows it. If there's one thing you learn with me from me over the course of this podcast is that I absolutely despise Tim Drake. Yes, and I will make it everybody's problem. And I one day I will just have a time where I get to slander his name, and all of the Tim stands will despise me because I can say that Stephanie Brown had it worse than Timothy Drake. In every duo, there is one side. There's one person who hates Tim Drake and the other one who has about 50 open AO3 tabs that say hurt Tim Drake on it. You know who's who. And I will leave my Tim Drake rant for another day because I value Gabby's time. (laughs) So Gabby, pick your next comic book. Okay, so I just want to talk about all of these because I haven't read all of them in May. But I just think they're also beautiful, so I want to show. So these are the new Superman run by Joshua Williamson. This is the best ongoing comic that DC has right now. I'm just going to say that. In my opinion, that is it's the best ongoing that DC has right now. The art is gorgeous. Shout out to Jamal Campbell, because you know how to draw my man Clark beefy as he should be. And the writing is just absolutely outstanding. It brings us back to core Superman. It's amazing. So... I have the Jorge Jimenez variant for number one with Lois and Clark on it. Um, And the greatest thing about this comic is like Katie was saying earlier, most comic series do start out kind of slow, but this one picks up right away. Like issues one, two, and three are their own arc and it's a huge like zombie arc and it's amazing. And so it also introduces a new character called Marilyn Midnight, who I guess is like kind of the Batman of Metropolis. She only comes out at night and she's a black woman. So we love her. Um, so I have that variant cover and then number three I have a Lois zombie variant cover Um, and then I just have the regular for number four because if you do not pre-order the Superman series you're not getting a copy they sell out so fast I wanted that one I didn't know they had that one until after I already had the zombie variant but I want that one this is number one this is Superman number one I know I know I mean yeah um of editor-in-chief Lois Lane So yeah, like at this one, Lois Lane is now the editor-in-chief of the Daily Planet. As she should. As she should. As As Clark tells her, there's nobody else better to be the editor but her. So as a Lois Lane stand. That says that to you. Ladies. you a man who's your employee. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. If he's not saying that you're the best fit for the job and that it should only be you. Don't. Go on. That's not your man. Yep. Exactly. So read read the new Superman series. It's it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Everything about it is amazing. No notes. No notes. Katie, back to you in the studio. Thank you. Thank you. Um, bringing it back to Gotham. Um, everybody and their mother read Fear State. It's so so good. good. It's so good. I would like to also recommend, even though it's written by Tom Taylor, it's actually pretty good. I have the collected edition of Nightwing Fear State, and it's so good. I, I will clarify. All Fear State is good Fear State. The Dick Babs is outstanding. Um, also, if you're a villain girl, and I am a villain girl, um, the the version of Jonathan Crane's scarecrow that we get in Fear State is otherworldly, and I love him. I am so normal about this version of Jonathan Crane. 
I, I, as Katie's friend, I'm so happy about her passions, but I don't understand what's going on. Listen, this is, if, if, if you know me, you know that Zero Year is my favorite, one of my favorite Batman comics of all time, and I love their Riddler. Fear State Scarecrow is the Zero Year Riddler of Scarecrows, and it is iconic, and it is amazing, and I love him, and I want to see more of him, but it won't happen, and I won't spoil it, but I'm just going to leave it at that. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so now I have some green lanterns. And this is going to be a little bit confusing because, like, they're all called green lantern, but they're about different characters. So I have the first three, but I only read two during the month of May. Um, volumes of Rebirth Green Lanterns. There's important that there's an S on there because these are about Simon baz and jessica cruz the best green lanterns in the game and like their developing partnership as they become like the new green lanterns of rebirth because you know there's like fifty thousand green lanterns but again simon lots <laughs> simon baz and jessica cruz are the best and the fact that they're like so romantically coded but like not together in canon is just crazy like jessica has a brief flirtation with barry allen and some of the flat um some of the justice league comics and i'm like no girl your man's back there the guy whose house you're always at the guy whose family you're always eating dinner with despite your massive social anxiety that's your man step away from barry he don't want you you don't want him move but i also read the new dawn of dc number one green lantern and I'm not going to lie, didn't have a ton of time to read it, so I kind of skimmed it. But basically, summary, Jon Stewart is super cool, and he's about to have a solo series, so read his backups in Green Lantern. And Hal Jordan is a himbo loser, but we love him regardless. And that's what I have to say about that. Awesome takes. Let's see, which one? Eeny, meeny, money. How many more do you have left? Two. Okay, good, because I have one, so perfect. perfect. Um, oh, then I'll end on a high note. Um, <laughs> world's finest. Oh my god, guys. Oh my god. You have you have Mark Wade writing with Dan, Dan Mara artwork. I literally, if Superman is one of like the best like current series for Dawn of DC. World's Finest Batman and Superman is one of the best series, like, that happened pre-Dawn yes. of DC. Like, it is so good. I literally can't... This is one of the ones that I recommend next to Batgirls mm -hmm. and the current Batman run if you want to read stuff with Batman in it. Like, oh my don't God. listen if somebody else tells you to read something Batman, don't listen to them. We are the only ones who know what Batman is good because... Yes. It's, yes. it's a flip of a coin, guys. It's like a two-faced kind of thing. Like, you're either going to get really a really is. good Batman or a really bad one. The amount of... Okay, this is... I'm. It's not all men, but the amount of men who have recommended me problematic Batman stories where he, like, backhands his kid every other panel. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. No, and, like, DC as a company, DC Editorial keeps trying to convince us that, like... Bruce Wayne doesn't worship the ground that Selena Kyle works walks on, and that's outrageous, ridiculous. No, Bruce Wayne doesn't just respect that. women, respects women. He like lives women. Like I don't know. He's like he's such a male wife. He no, is literally. He's literally, a male wife. One does not simply 
cuff Talia Al Ghul like that and not respect women. I'm sorry. Literally. Literally. He's never literally have any man that she wanted. And she chose Bruce. Wonder why. I wonder. Because he respects her. Because unlike most men, Bruce Wayne does not like get intimidated by women who are smarter and stronger than him. That's his type. His type are women who could kill him. No, literally. He, he is lives the for dream the danger. Man is the dream man. He lives for the except danger. for those tired, daddy issues, I'm but I could fix them. Of everybody thinking that Bruce Wayne is like toxic masculinity. No, literally. Because he he only is when he's written wrong. But Hot also, cake. like, would he be Clark Kent's best friend if he was a toxic man? He wouldn't. No. Clark Kent would not put no. up with that because Clark Kent was the original male wife by wife energy, and he taught Bruce how to do it. Also, because you know what? Would Alfred Pennyworth raise an abusive man? Exactly. No. That's what I'm saying. You are spitting on Alfred's grave anytime you recommend abusive Bruce's canon. Selena Kyle would never date a man like that. Selena Kyle does not date men who do not worship the very ground she walks on. That's why her and Lois are besties, because they know what to expect. They know their worth, literally. They do. And that's why there are icons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Again, recommend Batman issue 31, double date, because Selena and Lois meet for the first time and go on a double date with Bruce and Clark. And it is beautiful. It's a wonderful issue. 10 out of 10 to recommend. But continuing on, so sorry. Continue. We're in our final, our final two comics. Oh, okay. Is it me, my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. Your final comic. So this is a Marvel comic. Ah, let me cover the tag. So Champions is basic. I, why was I gonna say it was Marvel's version of the Young Avengers? The Young Avengers comic. <laughs> Basically, Champions is like, what if the Young Avengers were even more diverse? And hashtag cooler. Like, I love the champions. Got Miss Marvel, Nova, Viv Vision, all my faves. So this is a collected edition of all 12 champions comics. Read champions comics. I'm trying to get back into Marvel. Next month I have the new Captain Marvel series on order. Um, But, like, you got to go back to the oldies a lot with Marvel because some of their new stuff is straight trash. (laughs) So, yeah. Go on, Katie. What's your last one? My final comic, and it's kind of a cheat because I just reread it. I I got a new vi- issue of it and I reread it. Don't hate them. Um, Don't hate hate the player. Don't hate the game. Stephanie <gasps> Brown's back, girl, Ryan. It's guys, guys, guys. It's just, it's just perfect. Like it's beautiful. I if I ever had the chance to meet Ryan Q Miller. I would hug that man because he writes Stephanie in such a way that, like, Chuck Dixon created Stephanie, and I hate that man, because he just treated her horribly. And Brian uh, Q. Miller saw Stephanie and was like, I see all of her potential that DC is not using her for. And I'm going to do it. And I'm going to make her Batgirl because it makes sense for her character. And I'm going to make Barbara her best mentor ever. And a Barbara-Steph duo of Barbara as Oracle and Stephanie as Batgirl, where Barbara Barbara is the only one of the Batfam who sees Stephanie's yep. worth. Mm-hmm. And goes Not even her ex. And goes, I, you may hate her, but she is who Batgirl needs right now. Cassandra can't do it. 
I can't do it. She is the one who will take this mantle and make it something incredible. And she does for 24 issues. She was just Batgirl for 24 issues. And she kills she it. Mind you, she's she also our only, our only female Robin. So we love her. Literally. She, and, and what sucks is that they, they retconned it. They retconned her yep. Batgirl and her Robin run. They're the worst. It was, it was only, it's, it's writers who have to mention that she was a Robin or that she was a Batgirl. It was literally, I don't even remember. It might've been Damien's run where they were interviewing all the Robins and Stephanie literally goes, oh, they didn't talk about me. Figures. Yep. No, that was, um, that was Heroes in Crisis. Heroes in Crisis. That's what it was. By Tom King, your bestie. Add that to the list of reasons why I hate Tom King. Technically, um, so they anyone... include her in the Robin series. Yes. Robin's with yes. That. In, in the current, in Damien's Robin run, they did include her no, like, in the Robin lineup. In the six issue Robin series? Mm-hmm. She was included in that one. Mm-hmm. They include her because of the backlash that they got when yeah. they were like, oh, it didn't happen. Because. <laughs> you know who was one of the people that made that decision? Can we say it on three? Uh huh. One, one two, two, three, three. Tom Dennis King. Grayson. Oh. <laughs> Oopsies! She came out of nowhere. Um, Devin Grayson is one of the reasons why Stephanie one um a died in war games. Devin Grayson and is two. everybody's enemy. Yeah, um, I found out that she was one of the reasons why um, Stephanie died at the end of War Games. And then one of the things she said was that um, Stephanie becoming Robin um, was never canon and was only there to fill a, a slot on the roster that they needed. And um, that it was just a bait and switch, which meant, you know, the hundreds of young girls who read Stephanie's Robin run and were like, Robin's me. Because... I hate to break it to y'all. Representation does matter. It does. Um, and I know I say that as a white girl, but when co-signing as a black girl, um, I yeah, I, I was hoping Gabby would yes. back me up with I'm this. Back up so Natasha Irons alone has done like so much for me, or just not. I mean, it just matters because like me as a black girl, I so heavily relate to representation of like white characters. Like part of the reason why John Kent like means so much to me is because we're both bisexual and I just like relate to him on that. Like so, so many other characteristics, but the fact that like, he's a white man, I'm a black woman, but we have that like in common. is just like so important to me. So back in her up. It it does matter. It's like, it's like, it's like, um, I'm not going to talk about Across the Spider-Verse, but it's like Into the Spider-Verse. We'll it's like there. when Into the Spider-Verse came out, that whole line of like anybody can be Spider-Man, that is a huge deal. Yep. That is a huge deal. Miles Morales' character is such a huge mm-hmm. deal for people to be able to see themselves on the big screen. Because yes, you can relate to somebody and like, oh, I relate to Superman's like kindness or his sense of justice. There's differences between that relatability and I get to see myself mm-hmm. in that character on the screen. And for a lot of young girls reading comics, that was Stephanie. We never get that, yeah. We haven't ever we gotten never a female Robin that. before Stephanie. And so having this 
these women writers, these women who were in positions of power in this comic book world, Devin Grayson, when she helped write War Games, was in the peak of her career at DC Comics. She had the power to basically get anything she wanted approved, and she used it to deter and push back women in comics again. Yep. By killing off one of the best characters, Stephanie Brown's Robin run was so successful. She was one of the most popular characters when her arc came out. And they killed her, and her popularity has never been the same. But that's they the tried thing. to like, retcon it. And it didn't bounce back the way they thought it was going to. Like, I love you so much, DC Editorial, but they literally managed to make, like, the least smart, bi- like, the not, I don't even know how to say it, like, the worst business decision. So, like, even, and we're eventually going to talk about this later, but the whole Nightwing post-Batman 55 when he got shot in the head and, like, which arc they decided to go with, like, the fact that there were different options and they managed to pick the absolute worst one and ruin what was their most popular character. And arguably for me, he's the fourth pillar of DC. Like, it's the Trinity in him. He's so popular like honestly i mean dick grayson robin is heavily popular but i think even him as nightwing is even eclipsing that now now with like the titans comic and the Titans show i think more people know him as nightwing than know him as robin and they just like completely went and like screwed all of that up mm-hmm. and you have to think of it nightwing is dc's spider-man yeah as much as people don't mm-hmm. want to admit it he is DC Spider-Man. You have the, the the Justice League has the Avengers, of course, but he again is one of yep. the most iconic DC characters. Everybody knows Nightwing. Yep. And he's he's the Spider-Man. which is crazy considering that's his second superhero identity. Like that's almost yeah. unheard of. Like there's not it's a lot insane. of. Yeah, but, anyways, I would like to end with one final note. And yes, we're ending. <laughs> <laughs> one final note, James Gunn, if you're listening. Please cast a black woman as Lois Lane. Please, I can't take this anymore. If I have to watch another white Lois Lane, I might die. My Twitter, not my Twitter, my TikTok handle is literally Lois Lane. And I'm a black woman, James Gunn. Take notes. Take notes. Hey, Any final um, words, Katie? Well, I was just going to back you up by saying they are going for a younger Superman. So, um, hey, listen, 19. and also, James Gunn, this is another thing. Um, just to... Uh, a quick little hi. Um, if you need a young um, Kara um, and or um, young Stephanie, um, hit my girl hit up. Me hit up. her up. Hit her up. Literally, I'll do it for really. I'm really good at acting, and I do it for really cheap. You won't have to pay mm-hmm. me like twenty thousand dollars per episode. I'll do it for minimum wage. I'll do I'll it do, for less than. Minimum I'll wage. do it for twenty k for the entire movie. I'll do it for ten k. And on that note, we will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.